anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains near the station. This is gonna be episode I think forty eight or forty nine. We're not quite at fifty, but we're almost there. Nice. Um there's a lot going on. Um, we've done kind of the emergency dispatches over the past two weeks just to do like quick news updates on kind of current events. Um, you know, we should have probably done a fourth one for what's going on in Elizabeth City. Yes. Um, but what's fucked up is I was kind of, I wanted to wait for the video to come out before we did that. Yeah. And now they're not releasing the video. Yeah. I saw a judge today ruled that yeah. they won't show it. But you know what I did see on Twitter today? I saw like a sort of edited version of it mm-hmm. where it was from a side street and you saw like the, the marshals come in like in a truck. Like it's literally the craziest shit ever. They come in like a truck, three dudes standing on the back and then they just like ride up to the house and like go up to the house. But you don't really want to see anything other than that, you know? Damn, but they like rolled up on them heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the that's the vibe you're getting <sighs> from the video. So, I mean. And if we just want to talk about that, like. This kind of violence is a natural consequence of when you send people to roll out heavy like this. Mm-hmm. Like what, the, what? That's what you're asking them to do when you do that. That's yeah. what you're training and asking them to do. Um, and it's just fucked up. I guess the videos. I mean, it's it has to be incredibly damning if they're refusing to release it. What mm-hmm. had happened was his family was supposed to view it on Monday. We're recording this on Wednesday night. His family was supposed to view it Monday morning. Um, his family did not get to view it, um, and they or they got to view like twenty seconds, like none of it, yeah. basically. And so I'm sure just the death, not like what led up to it. Um, and the lawyer who was representing the police basically was like, "I'm not going to be fucking intimidated by you," and like refused to show them the rest of the video. And then now the judges ruled that they don't have to, which is, I mean, insane. Yeah, that is insane. Like, yeah. what's the point of having body cameras if you're just going to edit and not put the shit out? Yeah. And there's, like, protections for these people even in that instance, you know? Yeah. It must be worse than the George Floyd video. It's got to be. Yeah. And, I mean, how does it, how could you have something worse than, like, someone calling for his mother while being slowly choked out over nine minutes? It's hard to fucking do that. But a video of, like, they who if they're not releasing the shit... What if they told the guy he's good to drive drive away and just fucking domed him in the back of the skull? Yeah. Like, what if that's what fucking like what we and we have no idea what transpired because mm-hmm. they refused to tell us. So I can only fucking assume the worst. Yeah. I can only assume the worst. Or or they just rolled up there and then within five seconds they just literally just bang 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 like not at even best, like at best at best they rolled up on him bang 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 and the best you could possibly say is that he drove away when he got rolled up on like that as mm-hmm. fucking I probably would. Yeah. And. uh and guess what? You once again, it's like the fucking Dante Wright thing. You have his plates. What the fuck? Yeah. And people are trying to say, oh, he could have hit somebody. Yeah, well, he's definitely gonna hit something when he's fucking dead and can't drive the fucking car that's in motion. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Like, what the fuck kind of excuse is that? They'll always come up with something. For real. Every yeah, fucking they, time they have to. They have to keep grasping at straws. Mm. But yeah. the question is, how many straws can you grasp before you realize you're a, you know, you're kind of. An idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, these people are fucking morons. And yeah. and truth be told, like, the, the reason they're not releasing the videos because it's probably just so black and white that they murdered this man. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know it's bad because ahead of Monday when they were supposed to maybe show the video, they sent the local college home, told them not to pack up their shit, don't expect to come back the rest of the semester. 
You didn't hear about that? No, I did not hear about that. What, yeah. So they just like, like cancel school. Yeah, like like the, like shit that they didn't do for COVID. Like I like yeah. shit. like, oh like go home goodness. and you're not coming back. Damn. And yeah. uh, pack up your shit, which I think is twofold. A, it's like oh we have to protect our college students, but also college students probably protest. Mm-hmm. You want to get them all the way, and you don't want a fucking thousand protesters in densely populated buildings with a short walk from where people are going to be protesting. Exactly. Send them home. Wow. And the war on college students in North Carolina and their activism goes a lot deeper than just that type of shit, which is insane. There's also legislation that got proposed this week to make it functionally illegal to protest. If you're a UNC student caught at a protest, you will be expelled. Your financial aid will be revoked. All, there's all these things that will happen if you're mm. at a price. So, like, literally, I, insane. And how many people get falsely arrested at these protests on bullshit charges? Um, someone was reading statistics to me that basically, like, almost 90% in most of the cities of people that got arrested for protests ended up having their charges not stick because it was bullshit. Yeah. So, like, you're going to have people literally lose their chance at education over bullshit and have mm. cops be able to just take that away from them. And that's the thing. They're always going to find ways to keep empowering this police state, especially in the face of our struggle against it. And, like, we can't use that as an excuse to, like, take a step back and wind down. Like, oh, mm-hmm. look, they're really calling out. We're going to get people in trouble. Fuck up their education. Like, no, that, they'll always have that power. Like, you have to. We got to fight now yeah. or else it'll just get more enroached on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really concerning. Uh, and the anti-protest laws in Florida are like basically if you have more than three people, like you get around. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, I think in like everything but seven states, there's proposals for some kind of legislation that puts a huge limit on protesting. Yeah. Um, and tonight I was at a protest. In a, and I'll blow up the spot. I'm moving soon. And uh, yeah, I was in. And. They have there a statue of one of the founders of the KKK locally where they hung this black guy. And it's literally like, like, I'm not even a pull statues down guy. Like, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. I, I don't like that kind of rename a park guy. Like, I'm not into those kind of concessions. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, if there's one statue in the, the 50 states, it, that one has got to fucking go. Yeah, yeah, That exactly. one's got to go. Yeah. That's like, a, and it's smack right in the fucking middle of town. And now they just spent all this money putting these, like, huge fucking steel fencing around it to protect it mm-hmm. and it's just this disgusting monument to fucking hate and oppression and white supremacy mm-hmm. right in the heart of this town that is a very diverse town yeah yeah and it has students from uh the school yeah it's right down the road so yes yeah, students that's from in- the school yeah <laughs> They can. The feds have Google. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, the feds have Google. And um, and yeah, and what's funny is, there's a there's a pretty good showing of people, um, and often their presence. These two professors. Those are the two professors that one is takes photographs at a lot of the protests, and one is this woman who will sometimes come to protests, but mainly does work in researching kind of uh, extremism online, tracking the Proud Boys, their funding networks, and kind of yeah. different propagandists. She's a she's a I think comp sci teacher at the school, yeah. um, and and, the, and photos, and and he was out tonight. He's typically out, um, and something interesting about that is like this summer when counter protesters attacked the protesters 
they attacked those two professors on accident. And that mm-hmm. then made national news. And that was a big thing. Yeah. And you you heard about that. But if they just like, if they didn't accidentally fuck up and hit a professor, that you probably wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's so important for schools like that to go out in their communities that are nearby and participate and use mm-hmm. their privilege and put it on the line because mm-hmm. it really does make a fucking difference. Yeah. Um, I'm not a student there, so I don't necessarily have that kind mm-hmm. of like pass when I go. Um, but I still, in that kind of community, I feel so much safer as like a big white dude because mm-hmm. they're really these looming personalities that just stare down the protesters and this, that. And then tonight we had this woman come out and she's filming everybody's faces and she starts filming this like little girl's face. So I walked up, I said, here, film my face. <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. here, film my face. Fucking, and whoever's watching this, come find me. I got something for you. That's what I said to the camera. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then I asked her, who, who are you filming this for? Are you going to give it to? And she got all flustered and said, oh, it's for me. It's just for me. Just, just for me. Just, just for me. Oh, just for my little collection of uh, <laughs> uh, protester photos that I just put up in my room and stare at all. Yeah, it's just for me. Yeah, me and my Mahjong group. <laughs> yeah, she's like this grandma. Um, yeah. and and so you know, and then she left after that because I think she realized that we were on to mm. on there. Um, and you know, and and but she wasn't even you know you really saw you know, a big lifted truck would rev up and honk and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's intimidating. And one time, you know, you go out there and you'll see these big police tanks roll up with the back open. So you could see the six guys in the back with assault rifles staring you down, yeah. drive by slowly. And like, it's really fucked up the intimidation that goes on. And for a while, the, the numbers had kind of thinned after there was this big march to the polls and the police reacted really violently. Mm. They arrested some church leaders um, and black church leaders. And it was really a fucked up incident. And I think that kind of scared people and it thinned out the numbers. Yeah. And so I'd go and it would be kind of light, kind of light. Um, and now with what happened, what's going on in Elizabeth City, a lot of people came out today, which is good to see. Mm. And it was a pretty like a wide array of people in showing. There was this one older farmer guy with like his his truck that clearly he like moved stuff around and you know it's got the wood panels on the side to keep shit yeah, in yeah. and he had the wood panels spray painted black lives matter mm-hmm. and um what is his what is his name andrew brown anthony brown andrew brown andrew brown yeah it's so fucked up dude yeah it's yeah. i can't even fucking i can't even fucking like i can't even keep track of the fucking names bro yeah dude it's like something someone new every two days like it's point. fucking abs- it's fucking insane it's actually fucking abs- insane i like oh andrew brown jr andrew brown Correction. jr all right just i just get his full yeah, name i knew know, that i knew there was something out of respect for him and his yeah. family but um but yeah it's it's disgusting yeah andrew brown jr and uh you know he had andrew brown matters black lives matter written mm-hmm. on the the side of the truck and that was cool to see mm-hmm. and he was out and there was one there's one guy who i love i always see him and he clearly grew up in the community, this bald white guy, clearly mm. grew up in the community, and he clearly, like, knows people, because you'll see mm. him, like, stare directly at someone driving a car and wave. And, like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And one time he had a sign that's, like, the shame of <laughs> And he just, like, he'd really be out there, like, guilt-tripping motherfuckers. Like, yeah. it's awesome. Like, he's out oh, there, yeah. like, full. And he was the last dude standing in front of the statue tonight, even when everyone packed up went home. He was there. He only took two sips out of his Gatorade. He was posted up. He was nice. ready to fucking go. He's he, he saving that Gatorade for the rest <laughs> he, of the night. Yeah, yeah he was fucking, awesome. he was ready to go. And uh, so shout out to him. And it was it was really cool to see. Um, I also saw some other local activists that run kind of pages tonight and, and stuff. So it was cool to see. I, I felt bad. I reached out to, I noticed this one girl at the protest who on the back of her left arm had a, 
kind of a proud boy insignia. Um, it Whoa. turns out it's just an olive branch that she has, oh, not not the God. thing that they have. But <gasps> I noticed it. I yeah. noticed it, and I peeped it. But then I peeped that she had like really positive energy. So I'm like, I don't think that's a plan. She just has yeah, tattoos, yeah. whatever. Um, and then later that night, I went on Instagram, and one of the anonymous activist pages I'm friends with posted the sign that that person was carrying. So I'm like, oh, that was that person? So yeah. I DM them. I'm like, yo, I noticed like your tattoo. It, you know, just letting you know, I'm high and paranoid. So like, don't, <laughs> don't pay it any mind. Yeah. But like, it, it did occur to me. You know? um, it ran across my mind. Yeah. You know? She's like, you're the third person. <laughs> to tell me this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't know you, so it's a little scary. So fuck the proud boys. I just want to say, and I'm like, no, 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 you're good. Like, I know mm. you're the real deal, you know. Um, you know, I've been following her activism for a while, so you know she's she's a good person. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, it's just it's, but it, that that was that was too fun. I felt I almost yeah. felt bad that I reached. Out. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I, you know her other tattoos were nice. It was good work she had. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it was too funny. Uh, but yeah, it was. There were also just like bit better numbers and people really out in solidarity, which is it was really good to see. But the reason, part of the reason why is. Um, and this is what I ultimately wanted to get to. Sorry, I beat around the bush a little bit. They, earlier this summer, had an illegal protest ordinance, basically making protests illegal functionally. ACLU mm. sues, gets, you know, opened back up again. Now what we're seeing is them reinstituting a kind of anti-protest law, but now they're saying it can't be groups of 10. So tonight we're trying to get around that by splitting up into different groups of 10. Mm. Um, and it was funny. We all broke up to, like, go home. <laughs> You know, mm. and two cops walk up and start trying to hand out the ordinance and breaking people up. So literally, I was on my way home. So were a lot of people. Everyone just turns around and goes back and stays for another half hour. Nice. And the fucking cops leave. And literally, this is so funny. One of the guys I was with goes, "Look at him! Look at he's scratching his head." The cop literally was scratching his head as he left. Like, <laughs> what the fuck am I about to tell the chief? Like, the dude completely shat the bed. Like, yeah, the yeah, protest yeah. was over. Yeah. <laughs> and then they rolled up, and everyone's like, "Oh, guess not! Fuck these guys!" Like, yeah, it was yeah. fucking too funny, bro. Oh, literally, God. he walked away, scratched his head, like, "Oops!" Like, yeah, like, like shit, fucking. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah, so that man. shit was too funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, and so there's that's that went on, and then in Raleigh tonight there's been some action, which is great. You love to see it in North Carolina, but three cities, and I'm sure there's other action going on, but from what I've heard, Raleigh, Graham, and Elizabeth City are going up tonight and fighting against the police state here, which is I mean, it's just so intense. I think it's hard. To explain to people that aren't in the South how intense it is here, mm-hmm. like you know, you go to these protests, you gotta hide your car so they don't get your license plate and harass you. Yeah. You gotta like, you gotta really go. You can't bring your phone because they got the stingrays and they literally drive around neighborhoods and find you. Like these guys are on it with the protesters. People mm-hmm. get for real harassed. You don't gotta be high level. I've I've been here. I'll I, I don't know if I've even talked about it on the pod, but mm-hmm. I've like had a gun in my face. Like cops will fuck with you. Yeah, um, it's like really not a fucking joke. Um, and yeah, fucking. <laughs> It's it's the real fucking deal. And in Elizabeth City, like, the th- thing I went tonight was easy mode. Sure, they were arresting people in groups of more than 10, but, like, it's a very peaceful situation. It's mm. in a park with all these public people. They can't look that bad. There's all these optics and cameras out. Like, you know, there's only, yeah. so, like, it's, it's and, you know, and it's so small it, that it's really, like, if they weren't to let it happen, they'd be so fucked up. Like, they were, mm. they're, it's, like, 40 people. Like, why, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, and, but in Elizabeth City tonight... I mean, it's literally like a full-on military occupation. So anyone mm. who is brave enough to go out to that city tonight, if anyone's listening, fucking shout out to you because you're like a fucking hero. Elizabeth mm. City's like on full military occupation. They cleared out the campus. They declared a state of emergency. 
and fucking they blocked off all like major roadways going into downtown it's like it's like a fucking it's like a military it's like a green zone like in fucking baghdad yeah. like that's what elizabeth city is right now in mm. north carolina like not that far from where we're recording this podcast right now a full-on mm. police state military occupation of a city where they just domed the guy in the back of the head and by the way i heard this at the protest today i don't know how true it is but someone was saying that he was shot five times yeah, I, I've seen that like uh, on Twitter as well. Yeah, so so shot yeah, five, I, so a, br- a brutal murder. I've even seen reports of even more than that, of like eight and nine. Disgusting. So a brutal murder. Yeah, folks. yeah. Like they brutally murdered someone mm-hmm. for allegedly driving away. I thought it was because he had a warrant. I thought that was the the main reason. I thought they were just pulling on him to execute a warrant. Well, sure, for a yeah. drug charge or something like that. Maybe. But I think that what I heard is that he drove away, and that's when they capped him. Oh. Yeah. So for driving away, kind of, you know, fleeing. Either way, it's fucking... Either we, way, you know, he like, shouldn't have fucking died. It doesn't yeah, fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. But, not to get into the fucking semantics. No, but the semantics you know? do matter, because motherfuckers yeah, go, do. oh, they yeah. didn't even bring it up that he had a warrant. Sure, well, let's yeah. bring it up. Even yeah. if he had a fucking warrant, he what didn't if? deserve to die, especially exactly. if it was a drug warrant. Uh-huh. And that's that's Joe Biden's America. Mm-hmm. The war on drugs was taken, uh, taken that that mission was taken to do exactly this. Yeah, this is the goal of the war on drugs. This is the war on drugs being fought. That's mm-hmm. that's a victory. That's a casualty for the, cap- for the capitalist. And, for, yeah, uh, for you know everybody who wrote that crime bill back in the fucking day. Joe Biden was one of the yeah main guys. Joe Biden yeah and yeah. but there was a lot of yeah and ever and all the fucking private prisons and all the mm-hmm. fucking vested interest in that. But beyond that, the racist fucking interests, and we want to go after the blacks and the fucking hippies and the people that are our political enemies, people that mm. we disagree with that we want to push down, anyone anti-war, like that, yeah, yeah. we, we want to do this so we have more. It's all about increasing their power, just like this fucking UNC school ordinance. So basically, the thing I brought up in North Carolina, you will get expelled and lose your financial aid from any school in the North Carolina state system. Mm. Everyone I know down here relies on that state school system and get to college. Nobody yeah. like uh, literally so many people that's, I know. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, yeah. bro. That's how everyone gets to school. So like that literally ma- functionally makes it that nobody from the ages of fucking eighteen to twenty two can fucking protest if you want to mm. be in college. Yeah, and that and that furthers that kind of class. It's like purpose. It's all that division shit. But also, it's empower. It's always grabbing more and more power, mm. more and more legislation, more and more things that you can punish people with to make them act a certain way. Yeah. That's all they want. Yeah. Um, suppress, suppress the left and suppress any actual progress towards good change. Yeah. So. Speaking of good change, um, AOC made some comments about how Joe Biden has exceeded progressives' expectations. Cap. <laughs> Fucking cap. Yeah. So I was. You know that video that? of the dude who, got, who like, apparently cheated on his girl? <laughs> And then she wrote, she wrote liar on his car, but spelled it lair. That's what I think. Yep, lair. Can't even spell liar, right? Yeah, she's a lair. Yeah, she's a lair, dude. Um, I'm a, I'm shocked. Like, yeah. I gotta be honest. You can go back and listen to the Force to Vote episode we did with Ryan Cooper. I was like totally willing to believe that AOC was a good faith actor and like mm. not a piece of shit. Like I was totally at that point there were a lot of people on the left that were like AOC's a fraud and I was even on that pod being like I'm not saying she's a fraud but I'm just saying she should do more. Like mm. now it's like oh shit <laughs> AOC yeah. might be just a fraud. Yeah. Like yo fuck. Yeah. Um, people are playing all those clips from her from like 
even two, three years ago, saying all this like it's stuff like a different about person. Literally, it's, a, it's and, like Gucci Mane before and after jail. Dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> and like, where did this AOC go? Like people like putting up missing posters and shit. It's like yeah. old AOC. No, like where know? is she? Yeah. And um, yeah, what's your take on that? Why do you think that? What's this turnabout? I don't know. Loyalty to the DNC. Yeah. N- n- more that Mama more, Bear yeah. Pelosi. Mm-hmm. That's really what I think it is. Yeah. You know? And it's just, I'm and being securing. pragmatic. Yeah. I'm being pragmatic. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. They they have, they have a, we have a fought and back and gotten the, the little that we only expect we're going to get out of, you know, the administration. I think we should be happy for it. I think it's just a concession to say, hey, our job's done. We've done everything we can do in this four years, even though it's been, what, six months. Yeah. Not, not even that. Three months or dude, and just like off the top of my head, like let's talk about exceeding expectations. Like we didn't get a minimum wage increase no. that we wanted. Mm. We didn't get our two thousand dollar checks. No. We've increased the military budget. We've increased fucking the military surplus going to police. Like they're getting more weapons mm. under than they did under Trump. More money than they did under Trump. Mm. So the police state's worse. Yep. Kids are still in cages. Kids are more kids are more in the kids fucking are cages, st- yeah. mm-hmm. which is wild. And then they just rename it overflow facilities, which is wild. Yeah. And, and then yeah. here's the best shit. Did you see this that we posted? It was they changed the chain link fences to fucking plastic yeah. barriers, mm. which is makes it less safe for COVID, more hot. Yeah. And it's like, but it looks nicer for the press, exactly. which is the perfect encapsulation of the Biden administration. It's like, fuck these kids, but it'll look nicer for the press. Yeah, dress it up so we can look good. Yeah, you know? even though it's going to make them hot and like die of the heat, which has happened in these ice facilities. People mm-hmm. die of heat exhaustion. So that alone. And then B, fucking COVID. You have them in these, there's no airflow now. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's, it, it's like, that's genocidal. Honestly, yeah. that's genocidal. Putting people in harm's way. Yeah. Purposely. Yeah. That's fucking mm. genocidal. Like, I'm mm. sorry. And if you want to fucking... And this is the thing. The only people who debate me on this shit, and this is my thing with AOC, it's almost like if you make it into the elite circle jerk, they, like, hypnotize you. We have this mm. one motherfucker who DMs the podcast, like, every time we post something negative about Vouch or positive about Stalin or China, even mm. if it's, like, tangentially. By the way, me and my co-host here, we got into politics. I voted for fucking uh, Hillary Clinton. I'm, like, not a fucking communist. Like, yeah. I just got into this shit. Yeah. I, like, don't even fucking give a fuck about China yeah, or the we, Russia. We are still learning yeah. extensively about, you know, yeah. what leftism is. And motherfuckers are like, DMs going, like, yeah. you guys are tankies and you support fucking President She's like, I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're denying genocide and you, you think that Stalin's genocides were good. I'm like, I don't know anything about them. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I got, I'm like, I, I, well, the, who made me fucking, I got to yeah. decide what genocide's good or not. Yeah. I'm just a dude. Leave yeah. me the fuck alone. Yeah, I'm just trying to sit here and talk about this open and honestly and oh my God. <laughs> get through the issues. Like Literally, bro. Like, this, man, this man's probably not listened to one episode of the I'm podcast. I'm certain he has. Well, actually, he has specifically referenced what we said before, so I do think he has. But, yeah. which is hilarious. Like, yeah, fucking on this episode, 1520, you said that it's uh, everything they say about China's US propaganda. Are you denying the Uyghur genocide? Like, fucking, like, <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. the type of DMs. Like, and it's like, yeah. we have a genocide going on at our own fucking border. And yeah. by the way, we have a Muslim concentration camp too. It's called Guantanamo Bay. Yes. And it's and still it's, fucking open. Yes. So worry and, about that shit. Look around you. Yeah. Stop fucking, they want you looking over there. Look around yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my only advice there. And and if you want to go on, oh, well, supporting the left, uh, supporting, uh, you know, the, the totalitarian leftist states makes you look bad to the normies, you're the one bringing it up. 
Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, the one. So stop maybe, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, maybe, maybe shut the fuck up about it then. Maybe if it looks so bad. <laughs> um, and what a brilliant play from the CIA propagandist to get mm. all these sixteen. And my point I was making about him, I go to his page. He's like at UNC Chapel Hill. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. here's, like, this fucking, I'm so smart fucking book-learning kid mm. who, like, wants to, like, talk down to, who loves going around the left to say people are genocide deniers and hurting the left cause. Mm. And and it's so brilliant. We talked about it a million times, but they, they're looking at the left instead of looking at the real enemy. Mm. And it's brilliant because we almost, in the way that we got radicalized, I did by, like, in 2016, listening to Chapo Trap, I was getting radicalized against, like, the neoliberals and the people that bought, butched the election. Mm-hmm. Fucking, they're looking at the 2020 election and being told that the left was the problem. We, we, we fucking lost it for Bernie. Yeah. And without the analysis of all the shit that was done to stop us, mm-hmm. th- they don't do that. They look around and go, oh, it's because this person uh, posted too many Stalin memes and it turned off the normies. Which is basically the argument that Neil Libs made about Bernie, which is that because he one time said that Cuba had a good healthcare system, people won't mm. vote for him. It's yeah. like you're only contributing to that CIA narrative by pushing mm. this shit. Yeah. And, and guess what? They're always going to use that against us. So maybe it's time that we argue that there are benefits to these states, which there were, by the way. Mm. Go read the CIA memos about Joseph Stalin and his leadership and what they're doing. It's fucking illuminating, dude. I, uh, I Honestly, I should pull one up, but, but one of them opens with like, Stalin's leadership is actually a lot more collective and less dictatorship than we make it look. Like, that's the first really? line of the CIA oh memo. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like, it's like, it's like, shit, yeah. yeah it's fucking wild, bro. Yeah, that's and it's like, shit, and, and yeah. motherfuckers want to fully believe these narratives and they get mad at other leftists for not wanting mm. to constantly parrot them and police them and mm. make sure that we're all recognizing what China's doing. Mm. Why? So that we can increase sanctions with them, go to war with them, okay. so that they can say, oh, we're at war, can't worry about this shit. And they can send every fighting male to fucking China to get killed by a fucking transformer. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Whatsoever. I'm not doing that shit. Yo, they can do it without me. <laughs> yeah, If they want to go save the Uyghur Muslims, they can do that shit without me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go worry about the ice camps in Guantanamo Bay. Have you want to sail across the fucking sea and go worry about some other fucking country? Be my fucking guest, please. Actually, specifically to that guy in my fucking DMs, please sail to fucking China and try to solve the issue. Yes, I would appreciate they, it. They need men over there. Yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Oh, so fucking frustrating. And and yeah, so AOC is now part of this elite fucking circle jerk in these fucking the colleges and the fucking the NGOs and the nonprofits and everybody fucking rubbing shoulders at the table. Mm. And they all want to just scold the fucking unwashed masses for wanting some fucking blood. Yeah. <laughs> which, which we all fucking deserve. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, uh, so, yeah, hey, it's just, you know. And and I've had, and, and the big line on the with these fucking leftists that aren't really leftists mm. is to say, oh, these revolution LARPers. And it's like, I'm not a LARPer. I'll die. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I, so like, you're, yeah. you sound like a bitch to me. Yeah. That's what yeah. you sound like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't speak, bitch, nigga. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's actually the core of it. If we're going to get mm. at the, the the core thing, the thing, the similarity between AOC and these people is that they have embraced that violently. The bad guys have won. Yeah, they have a monopoly on violence, and it's not like the bullshit. Oh, the state has a monopoly on violence. No, like the bad guys have a monopoly on violence. We're not mm. allowed to fight back. We're not allowed to stand up for ourselves. We're not allowed to do direct action. Mm. The only the only action that happens is if we move too far left and there's a coup 
that could be supported by not just the police and some local Proud Boys, mm. but actually the military and the National Guard. That's yeah. what we're up against. And I think people who like to pat themselves on the back for being smart mm. are really, another S word, scared. Yeah. And they've fully embraced mm. that those realities. And because they're smart little goody two-shoes, they have a little comfortable spot in the society. Mm-hmm. So for them, they only stand to lose shit by going for this. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. connected to the people that feel they only have something to gain. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing to fucking lose. I've mm-hmm. only got something to gain. Yeah. And those people have a lot to fucking lose. They've got their degrees and their elite status mm-hmm. and their fucking connections and their handshakes and hand jobs. Mm-hmm. And they're worried about losing it. And And... I don't, I don't, we have to address that. That, Like, that's an obstacle. That's a real concrete obstacle. Yeah. Yeah, it's clout. Clout. It's Attack of the Clouts. It's really. It's it's the first episode. The first episode. And and look at BLM. Mm -hmm. Look at what that organization has turned into. Darren Seals is dead. Got got the nice two bullet suicide special from the police, mm. but the fucking leaders of BLM now are buying one point four million dollar houses yeah. and hanging out in Beverly Hills and mm. talking about some, you know, we're like when the families are coming out asking for money, like we didn't fundraise for that. We're trying to do this, that, and the third. You're buying a one point four million dollar house. Could you imagine us starting like a like a like a charity? To, for Black Lives, yeah. and then buying a that kind of crib in Beverly Hills, or not even that, just buying like a yacht or some shit like that, what or like fuck? it's still the same sentiment. Well, whatever, so a car, yeah. a motorcycle, yeah. anything really. Yeah. It, that's absurd. I can't. I can't even fathom even anything that is unrelated to Black Lives. Yeah, fuck. It's like if we bought some stupid like a fucking like two thousand dollar bong that was like in the shape of a dragon or something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? That I would feel guilty. Be, I would feel guilty yeah. because that's shitty. That's supposed to be going to helping black people. Yes. And what are you doing? You're helping yourself. Yeah. No. Because that's more important to you than fucking black lives. Yes. And this goes down. There was this video mm. that I put on our story that I took down because mm. it it was this girl repeating, this Chinese girl repeating communist propaganda. And it did look very rehearsed. So, like, I didn't mm. take it down because I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I am anti-teacher and anti-school. Yeah. That's really the core of my politics. So I can't, I can't support even if the the message of the indoctrination is the right one. Mm-hmm. I can't support it. Yeah. Um, but the message was good. It was like the American dream is an individualistic one. Mm. It's a grind to get your own personal success and to get put yourself in a position to exploit others. Mm-hmm. The Chinese dream is to all get rich together, blah blah. Which is obviously bullshit because they're also capitalist as fuck. They're yeah, not exactly. actually socialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why, even though the message of the indoctrination is right, it's a complete lie over there because that's mm. not what they're actually about. Yeah, they're about also rich enriching their elite. But nevertheless, um, I think the message of the video was good, and it goes exactly that. It's it, the American what we're all basically trained, institutionalized, indoctrinated to be is entirely at odds with a collectivist revolution. Yeah, and because everyone's individualistic, mm-hmm. and I think, and me and my roommate have gotten really high and talked about this at like one, two, three in the morning. Mm-hmm. This is where we always get to with like talking about collectivism. That, and basically, we agree with Adam Curtis that like you can't put individualism back in the bottle. People have been made to be individuals. People are individualists. Yeah. But maybe there's a new mode of activism, a new kind of individualistic struggle that you can build that can actually resist these urges and temptations. Yeah. What do you mean like by that? Well, like what exactly? What, can you give me well, an, an example? Well, it's difficult because it's hard yeah. right now to even envision the rewards and the benefits 
of mm-hmm. us being victorious in a violent revolution against mm-hmm. the capitalists. It's hard mm-hmm. to envision what mm-hmm. the fruits of that would be. Yeah. So it's hard to sell it to people as even as an individual, this is better for you, even on an individual level. And I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's partially selling that. And I think here's something that I've thought. What if you weaponize clout the good way and people want to get clout by getting arrested and doing direct action and people want to get clout? I want to be the one that tears down that statue. Yeah. What if people start wanting – what if we start rewarding and clouding people in the right direction Ooh. and we create incentive systems like the capitalists do? You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But so, that takes George Soros' money. Yeah, How do we exactly. do that in a system without money? Right, because we don't have the money, we don't have the capitalist resource. What resources can we provide? Black Twitter, Black Twitter, love, memes, yeah. laughs, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I, and like there is real, pa- there is real power in collectivism that can maybe be used as a reward for people who want to go do clout shit for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. because you can't put individualism back in the bottle. I don't think. Yeah, people are always going to be individuals, but mm. maybe you can get them individually motivated to do shit for the revolution. Yeah. Or at least move the needle in the right direction, yeah. or whatever. This might be can. the pod that the FBI listens to. Go, they figured it out. Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> whatever, whatever. A shout out to the boys at Langley. Or oh, no, that's the CIA. Where's the FBI? Where's Where the are FBI? They? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. No. Okay. Wherever you guys are, I'll be. Keeping, we love you. I'll be keeping up with John Eggers. We love you. Please arrest the Proud Boys if you're listening. Yeah. It's just like. Go focus on them. Yeah. There's a lot of pod... They're not on Apple, but go to Parler, go to Telegram, go fucking fuck up those guys. Please get off our asses. Mm-hmm. We're the good guys. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. I know we're over here talking about violent revolution against the capitalist. It's good for you too, buddy. You're a little bitch. Look at you. Listen to my fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Do you want to do this with your life? Yeah. Are you, you're seriously listening to two dudes. <laughs> I'm stoned. I am. <laughs> I'm... If you're listening to me, yeah, quit. Like, dude, you would be way better off, dude. I promise you, dude. It's it's better on the other side. All you gotta yeah. do is just walk up, say I quit, and then you. No, don't quit. And, Hang out, stay. Okay. And when the moment comes, you'll know what to do. <laughs> yeah, man. Sure. You'll know, what, you'll know what to do. You'll know what to do. Yeah, I, I really do think that's the answer. Is mm-hmm. you, you can't put individualism back in the bottom, but how do you like? And I think you see some of that. Because you do see activists, I'm not trying to name names, mm. but I know activists that are, I see it, they're a little kind of selfishly motivated, yeah. like the attention and la la la. And yeah. So, mm. And yeah. I, I, I feel you. Just like, you know, that certain uppityness about, you know, who they are and their personality and how, like, it kind of really matches with what I know exactly who you're talking about in this instance. I'm I actually, gonna, I don't know that you do. I was maybe. thinking about this guy, Tariq. Um, oh, I'm not. No. So, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I'll, I'll blur that. There's a lot uh, of examples. Yeah. No, don't, don't blur that. It's fine. But yeah, there's a lot of examples um, out there. He's really prominent. I don't mind shit talking him. But this yeah. guy Tariq Nasheed, I think, and he mm-hmm. he like posted the. For example, I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast has seen it. But there's this video of an autistic hotel clerk. Yeah. Who like oh, was really stressed sad. out and like mm-hmm. this dude like apparently called him that the f word and was bullying him and then mm. starts recording as he's like about to throw a temper tantrum. And then he's literally crying in the back and the dude's still recording. And it's like, what a dick. Like, yeah, exactly. But then it got posted by all these accounts on some like, 
Look at him, he's white. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Freddie, even Freddie Gibbs. Like, I know, I was shocked yeah, about that. Yeah. Freddie, 90% of your audience is white, all right? You better yeah, watch your yeah. mouth. <laughs> what the fuck is Black he, people do not listen to Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. I'm being serious. I'm, am I wrong? I mean, I just like literally look, I don't ever listen to take anything to Freddie Gibbs concert, it's going to look like a Mensa meetup. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the one boiler room he has is literally in the UK. Well, all right, boiler room is always packed with white people. Yes, that's not necessarily fair. <laughs> okay, yeah, I feel you, but you know, but still yeah, a representation. But even, yeah, yeah, even Freddie Gibbs posted it, and you know why? Because these are guys that repost memes that are gaining traction, mm-hmm. and they're oh my god, a voice crack traction, yeah. and fucking, <laughs> and these things gain traction, and they know. Like, it'll get bites, and that outrage will get mm. bites. So these are guys that basically just will recycle and repost memes all day. Tariq Nasheed himself, too. And he was a guy, like, he's been nine different things before now. He's, like, a racial activist. And it's really yeah. funny just because he has a check mark and, like, he's a dude in a suit in his profile picture. Mm. Everyone just, like, believes that he is. And he's, like, not. Like, yeah. he was nine other things. Like, kind of like Brooklyn Dad was, like, a failed men's rights activist. Yeah. This guy was also tried out a couple different hats before yeah. he landed on this one. Uh. But... You like when when you're cheap and you're not in it for like any real ideology or like uniting people, you're totally willing to just like do race baiting and try to get pe- white and black mm. people mad at each other. Like, yeah, exactly. and that's what th- those fucking people are doing. And you see that like shit. You what's kind of fucked up though is when you do have activists that are like motivated by that kind of clout shit. I feel like because we're talking about individualism and activism, mm. I actually do think it's at odds though because I've seen like. Doing like anti-white people BLM shit is like sells way better than what we're trying to sell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like doing like the because that's the easiest thing to latch on to, and it's the easiest thing to like you know for people to talk to. Yeah, because like this shit is and it is genuinely funny. hard to sometimes grasp at. Like yeah, the leftism and or not not even leftism in general because it's just hard to see that future yeah. of what we're actually you know yeah. going for. So no, I, I think that like well, like like you're saying um, that anti-white thing mm-hmm. is more of the, the just the easier it's it's, it's, it's easy yeah it's just easy and because and because it, it's like because a it's like it's so obvious and out in the air mm. and there really is such egregious racism that often there are easy slam dunks right yeah yeah and those slam dunks should be had like mm-hmm. fuck the karens whatever <laughs> but i think <clears throat> it gets to this like egregious place where like they're always looking for the karen mm-hmm. people are always looking for the and like in that video if you went in blind without the caption of like, make hope this white boy doesn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. If you just watched that video blind, I, if you showed any black person more than white people, because black people are always fucking more empathetic. You watch those videos where like mm-hmm. someone has like, it's like one of those prank videos where a girl has a period stain on her pants and they're trying yeah. to see who's going to tell her. It's like yeah. always a black woman that walks up to her, like, mm-hmm. every, like without fail. Yeah. Like, so you show any black person that. They're going to feel sympathy for the fucking dude working the counter at a fucking stressed out at his job, banging his head against the monitor because mm-hmm. he's at fucking wit's end. Yeah. People are going to relate to that and feel sympathy for him. Mm-hmm. But you fucking coach it in these, this race baiting like caption. Mm-hmm. And now a good portion of the people are going to watch and be like, ha ha, fuck that dude. And it, it creates yeah. this toxic like it's just this it's because it, it's easy. It's easy. It's easier. Yeah. It's because uh, honestly, it's easier to watch that video mm-hmm. and go, "Ha ha, fuck that white dude." I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. have empathy for him. Than it is to watch that video and be like, "Wow, that's somebody's life." Yeah, because, that's a hard thing to stomach. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because people want to be happy and positive and laugh at each other rather <laughs> yeah. than, you know, seeing for things for actually what they are. You yeah, know? yeah. And so, yeah, it's hard. I think with my pitch of like, yeah, you got to use individualism. It's it's hard because I see even the non like super hustlers like Tariq Nasheed, like I see other activists often going for the low hanging fruit where it's like just to get a bunch of likes, it's easy to do a tweet like white people shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like if I if I don't ever take that night and I'm yeah, like a black yeah. account, yeah. I'm gonna tweet that and get like yeah. 20k retweets. Yeah, the vanilla villagers are at it again or yeah. saying some uh, stupid shit no, like and that. Like, yeah. And they probably are. Yeah. So like, it, it, like <laughs> facts. So like, it's hard to say don't do that shit. But it's like, mm-hmm. what's what's our goal here? Yeah. And I feel like we go back to that. I love what Ted Matrakis had to say on our episode with him, The Word of God, about, like, there's this idea, like, yep, look at the, like, when Michael Tracy would go to protest and take a photo of seven white people and be like, um, this is supposed to be Black Lives Matter. Like, mm. that's their talking point. It's been their talking point since the 1800s. We go, I feel like I always go back to this, but those mm-hmm. KKK posters beware negroes of the white communists who want to get you into trouble mm. like that yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's been the talking point for centuries mm. how are we how are we falling for this shit like it, it does it's just repurposed and repackaged in a new fucking thing repurposed yeah. repackaged and yeah there's and it's just and i totally like and i think like on twitter when someone's like going for the easy low-hanging fruit it's like it makes sense and like it's not invalid even. I'm not trying to even invalidate it. But it's just like can we not like – man, it's just annoying, man. I just want to unite. I want to stand hand in hand and fight this shit. And mm. you know what's fucked up? It is – it's us. It's other white people that have created these conditions where people are like too pissed at them to unite with us. Yeah. And that really is fr- – like I, I don't know what to do about that. It really mm. frustrates me, bro. It makes mm. me really fucking sad. Yeah. It really makes me really fucking sad. No, it is sad. sad. It really is. And, um, but I guess it, it, the point does stand. Like, I feel like why sometimes people are motivated to go for that easy, low-hanging fruit rather than maybe a tougher explanation or tougher take is clout. It's easy. It's interaction. Mm-hmm. It's engagement. It's yeah. incentivized. And, like, I think so often, this also goes back to another thing we talked about in the Word of God episode. Like, if you want to, like, build an audience and like get you know kind of attention it's better to pick one side Mm. of this weird dumb argument and then like kind of almost have controversy than it is to play the common sense position you know Mm -hmm. or the rational you know position um yeah it's easier to go to one extreme because you know there's an audience there yeah but then i go to a protest today and like never in real life have i gone to a protest as a white dude it felt like the white people shut the fuck up energy. Yeah. Like, like I've never felt like today I felt like the, the, there was a black girl that had the megaphone and she like, I made it a point to be like, yeah, thanks people for coming out. Like, and, and, and pointed out the farmer dude who pulled up in his truck. Mm-hmm. Like I love to see everybody in the community. Like she made mm-hmm. a point to say that in solidarity. And like that, that's the only energy I've really gotten in real life at these protests. Mm-hmm. So it makes me feel like, a lot of these people doing the like 
it's time for white people to fucking die tweets yeah are just like not even activists they're yeah, just like yeah. at home <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yeah they're no, fucking they, they just fucking they, they see drinks. the karen videos and then they have that general reaction yeah or like, they're just like oh, sean King's people. feet. yeah exactly because sean king does a lot of race baiting mm. like sean king does a lot of that shit and like obviously a lot of what sean king posts like he's on the beat so a lot of the shit he posts is the correct take mm. but like fucking 10 percent of the time He'll post like some really egregious race baiting shit, and it'll be and like and and it's like on purpose, and it's not even like it'll have nothing to do with Black Lives Matter activism, really. Yeah, and it'll just be like, yeah, just trying to like get people pissed at each other. Yeah, and you know, is that what the CIA wants? Who who made it? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah, and I think it goes back to what we said earlier on the show. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a Fed or not. Yeah. If what you're doing is the Fed talking point, you're a youthful idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it doesn't like. One way or the other, you're helping them, not us. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and that goes for just so and, – and, and, and that is frustrating, but it's always encouraging to like even a day get out in the streets and like see. You know? It, and it, the real people really believe this shit. Mm. We're willing to go out tonight in great numbers like under direct threat of arrest. There were more people after they unconstitutionally arrested people last night. So they unconstitutionally arrested two people with this ordinance of no more than 10 people last mm-hmm. night. And then it only brought more people out. And like I'm saying, when they came out and tried to ordinance us again, we all turned around and came back out. So like, you know what? Like that encourages me. That and I I I just I feel like we all gotta get off fucking social media because they have infiltrated it and it has been taken over. Mm. And it's just like staring into the void. And it's just like and it's demoralizing and it's demoralizing on purpose, more demoralizing than ever. Mm. And I don't know, I think I'm gonna take a take a step back. And part of me feels like it is an important battle. Twitter is real life. It does yeah. matter. Like these, this online kind of public forum influenced my thought, and it definitely will influence others. Mm. Um, and I do think it's an important battle, but I just don't know that it's one that I can be a part of anymore. It's so toxic for me. I just like, yeah, it's because it's negative. It's always yeah. negative. Yeah. Even if it's like you know you see people making good takes about stuff, there's always some dude in the comments or in the replies, yep. just saying some wild, wild bullshit. Yep. And then you see that shit has forty three to eighty fucking yep. replies to that, yep. and you can just go through and just see the people individually arguing with each other. And shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. So I totally get what you mean by it's like toxic because people just go in there to argue every day. I don't think people go in there really <laughs> to actually say anything important. No, they really. I mean, and and there is important discourse on there sometimes, but it's just been so drowned out now, mm. where it's like it's hard to even find. And now so much of the discourse is like around fucking like bread tube and like all this stupid shit that like mm. if you know what bread tube means, congratulations. Don't find out. What does that? It means like it, that's what they call like. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to even talk about this. That's what they call like Vouch and like all the streamers like him. His oh. bread tube instead of like red tube. His bread for like bread and roses, like socialism. Oh. So well, it's like the, the YouTubers that are leftist, bread tube. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And uh so like there's all this okay, discourse yeah. around all that stupid shit. And it's like it's point it's like it's like looking into a fucking black hole. Yeah. It's no like it's it's like 0.7% of the population fucking is involved in this shit. Like, it's just yeah. fucking pack it up. And, uh, but it is scary because so many of those people who would be radicalized into the left are being radicalized into this, like, anti-left leftism. Mm. Where they're, like, their biggest concern is, like, other leftists giving credence to, like, Russia. Or not Russia, the USSR. 
Mm. And they're like, that's a bad optic, so we need to not do that. And like, yeah, we so need that's, to, we need to distance ourselves. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So that's, but like, the, and I think they're leftists who genuinely think that the fall of the Soviet Union was good. If you ask them, yeah, like was like mm. they would tell you the fall of the Soviet Union was good. Mm. And I think, and and they think they're smart for that. And that's someone who mm. thinks that it was bad is just a dumbass who doesn't understand the nuances. But the nuances mm. they're talking about is like victims of communism propaganda. And, like, mm. bullshit that they got taught and internalized and haven't gotten rid mm. of. Not any real, actual, nuanced understanding of shit like how the United States stopped doing the fucking World's Fair after the fall of the Soviet Union because they no longer had to fucking compete with a competing ideology. Yeah. The capitalists fucking gave up, packed it home, went on their yachts. So mm. it, it was fucking bad not only for the Soviet Union, it was bad for us, too. It fucking yeah. it fucked up America. Yeah, you ever notice that we don't have a fucking space program anymore? It's Elon Musk blowing shit up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just him. Yeah, yeah like, dude, there's some wild shit about SpaceX and yeah. like all the different shit that like runs around SpaceX, like in its early days and everything. Was that and like, well, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just telling the story off the top of my head, but apparently yeah. they sent a bunch of these like engineers and people to like an island or whatever to test these like rockets and shit and then at, there was that one point where like they just weren't getting any like food new food and shit for a while and then they like had to stop working and like had their own like little worker strike on the island holy shit yeah imagine not sending your workers food yeah that's the man who's gonna change the world. Yeah, imagine being stuck on Mars. Yeah, <laughs> was with that, that man, with, with, with <laughs> that man, shit. you know. Yeah, and he actually came out and said this week, uh, you know, some people are gonna have to die to get to Mars. Yeah, he did say that. And then people obviously are like, this guy's a fucking psychopath. Hmm. And then people are like, this, when did this generation become so weak, <laughs> yeah, like, so yo, selfish? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> people are fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, people want to come my DMs and be like, so you think it was good that two million people were gulagged? I'm like, I don't know. I look around. But fucking, I think sometimes maybe. I don't fucking, yeah, like, yeah. like, what do we do with those people? Yeah. Like, what do you, yeah. yeah, it's good to die for Elon Musk. What do you do with that guy? Yeah. What do you, like, what do yeah. you do? How do you, you, can you talk to him? Can I, <laughs> who, who, how? How do you get there? And I'm like, oh, these fucking participation snowflake trophy fucking fucks. They don't want to die in space. Yeah. Go, go what? Yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I want to go die on Elon Mars's rocket while I'm trying to mine moon rock or Mars rock. Uh, it's fucking, and there were like a million To turn it into like gold. And the, there, like, there were tons of bald dudes with Oakleys being like, yeah. this generation's too soft to die for daddy Elon. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. Elon, I bought you, I bought a Tesla. Please fuck my wife as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> we love your Tesla. Yeah. Me and at Syndra, they all have wives with fake names. That are like, you know, kind of like, like the like same Grimes, vibes, yes. like what, you know, the name Grimes yeah. is like. I, I, that might be, I sounds like being mean and non-binary, but that's like not my attention. I'm what? making fun of weird hipsters and Silicon Valley bros. Yeah. But that's literally what it is, though. Yeah. It's like dudes posting memes under, like even his regular tweets, there's like dudes posting him extra muscular and like no clothes and shit. Dude, <laughs> like, you know what I'm Elon talking worship about? worship has like gone because, like, I guess some people are, like, kind of being ironic about it. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, at what point, if you really do look up to this guy, is that even really irony? Yeah. Like, that you're drawing him shirtless, like, fucking riding a dinosaur. Riding, like, a, riding a doge. Riding a doge. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. Jesus. 
Don't even get me started on crypto. Okay, okay. Man. We're gonna if y'all want to hear me rant about crypto, go to like the last ten minutes of the Vouch episode. We ended up talking about Vouch from <laughs> the beginning, and then we talked about people crap and NFTs. Yeah. You can hear me rant about it all you want. It's on the Vouch episode. Go listen to that. Um, yeah. I feel Dude, like we should do a more in-depth crypto episode. We though. probably should, yeah. Um, Cause it, well, I think we should do an episode on entrepreneur culture. Because yeah. we need to watch. You need to watch. Me and my roommate have been watching. He'll come over. We'll do an app mm. on Wall Street. And mm. we'll have Fred, We'll have Ted Matrakis on because he's been watching too. I've been, I've been, he, he's been tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking, it's the show starring Mark Wahlberg. Mm. So Wall Street spelled W-A-H-L. Like as in Mark Wahlberg, ah, Wall yeah. Street, yeah. and it's Mark Wahlberg who, if I was Mark Wahlberg, I'd focus on being a good actor, and fucking, those would be the two things I do with my time. <laughs> Obviously, and, and you have to work, you have to work out, but that's part of acting. <laughs> okay, go on. Would you agree? That's, I mean, yeah. If you were Mark Wahlberg, that's realistically what you do with your time. Re- yeah, I think that's probably all I'd be thinking about if I was Mark Wahlberg. Well, you'd be wrong. Mark Wahlberg wakes up at 2.30 every morning and starts working out and, and berates the nine people in his entourage facilitating the workout. He's got to do blending his smoothie, get in the towel, do all the different shit. Starts making fun of everybody, calling them shitbags. We'll call up his business partners on the phone to berate them and like ask them questions like, what are our numbers looking like? And then they're like, well, sir, um, 17 of the 36 Wahlbergers have closed. And he's like, we got to get them numbers up. We got to get them up. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> Like, he does no real work, but yeah. he fancies himself an entrepreneur. Because yeah, he just seems a, busy. Dude, yeah. it's so wild. He's clearly insecure because yeah. he'll, like, berate his friends and talk down to them. And, like, we, we, we ran out of Wall Street to watch. We started watching Wahlburgers. Mm. And you see him, like, really get on his friends to, like, lose weight and be winners. And, like, he's constantly, mm-hmm. like, he's just one of those dudes that, like, wants yeah. to constantly put people down. Yeah, like, or, or it's like, oh, I'm just trying to give you motivation, bro. Yeah. I'm just trying to. But, no, you're trying to uplift I'm yourself. I'm trying to elevate you, but really. I'm you're elevating to, yourself. I, I'm making you feel shitty for <laughs> for my, uh, yeah, my insecurities. insecurities. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And Wal- so Wahlberg strikes me as this really insecure guy. And the show Wall Street is about him and his nine business ventures. And mm. not only is he an actor, and they got like a little chart. He's got this and this and this and this. The mm. Wahlburgers is one of the things. And then he has a clothing company and like a nutrition bar company, a workout company. Mm. He's invest like he's invested in all these different things. And it's so clear. And so this the this is six episodes, twenty minutes long each, and it's shot over the course of months, mm. two hours of footage max. And in these two hours, this is what I have to assume is the most flattering footage they could find in their months of recording, right? Because you're not mm. trying to make the guy you're making a movie about look like a dick. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's, I think, financed by the company, the production company owns. Mm. So, but this whole show makes him look like such a tremendous dick. And he's this insecure guy that now needs to, he's clearly like guilty about all the money he has as a kid who came up from a working class neighborhood and like yeah. all his friends are still stuck there. And so mm. he needs to justify why he has all this. And he can't just be, it's because I'm lucky and cute. He's like, <laughs> he's got to be like, it's because I'm the smartest alpha male entrepreneur, hard worker, winner. And I just do so much and you guys just don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You guys are just not on my level. You need to elevate your fucking mindset. Okay. If you're not in the mindset, then what are you doing? Uh, hold up. I, I, no. Wait. Literally, bro. I was going to try to do a Gary Vee. But like, he's literally yeah. like a dude who clearly watched too much Gary Vee. Yeah. But what's so funny about it is. 
I get how like a 22 year old who's like mm. ex-girlfriend cheated on him for like a rich frat boy mm-hmm. and is like on a fucking air mattress starts watching Gary V and is like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do this <laughs> but if you're Mark Wahlberg <laughs> how does that happen just fuck just fuck <laughs> you have the life yeah how are you this insecure so uh, so the conclusion I've reached is that Mark Wahlberg has just like a micro penis cause there's no uh, like there's no other explanation for what's going on in this show yeah it is deranged and but it's so much fun to watch cause literally like they're all there's like nine people at this bullshit clothing company that's literally mm. t-shirts with like the logo on it oh yeah drop and, shipping yep, yeah literally, <laughs> yeah. literally bro and they're all like i'm the design team lead and like they all have these fancy titles yeah. and they're all in this fucking like board meeting with him mm. and he just zooms in and is like yeah the collar on that one's not stretchy enough and then they're all like <laughs> scrambling around to like fix it and shit and like it's like it's the like it's just such a fucking like if i wish i could go back and show this to joseph stalin i wish i could <laughs> Like, bro, you were watch this shit. You were so right. Like, bro, watch this shit. Like, bro. <laughs> like, it's fucking. Oh, my God. It's dude. fucking egregious. Mm. And and I, I can't even think about some highlight moments. But, like, one was he's talking about his friends losing weight. And he's like, yeah, and I just know, like, when I was up on the billboards and, like, my Calvin Kleins, I hope that that was, like, an inspiration to them. Like, they could aspire to that. And it's like, yeah. that's, like, that's how this motherfucker thinks. Yeah. But this whole show is about him being an entrepreneur. But it's very clear through it that, like, he just has a bunch of yes men around him who are mm. swindling him to run businesses and yeah. just take his abuse in exchange for his money to, like, run a business with basically, like, a baby for a partner who, like, yeah, doesn't yeah. know what's yeah. going on. And she's like, it's like... <laughs> just, like, a comically rich guy who's yeah. just, like... It's just like, yep, I let my accountants do whatever and I'm just kind of the head figurehead of this shit. Yep. And yep. I'll act busy to fucking... And he dresses like he owns a Greek diner. He's got, like, oh, yeah. these insane chains and, like, watches on. He's, like, trying mm. to be Marky Mark still. Yeah. And in the first episode, the, the agent gives you a little glimpse in, I think, what's going on where she's like, you know, he's getting older. He's not getting lead roles anymore. He's getting supporting roles. He's not, like, you know, sex sells. And he is, like, 49. Oh, yeah. So I think he's, like, getting... It's, like, a midlife crisis thing where he's, like, oh, my worth yeah. isn't just my six-pack and being an actor. Yeah. I'm also a brilliant alpha male entrepreneur success win guy. Yeah. And so now he's like, Mark Wahlberg can't just focus on being an actor and ripped. He mm. now has to like be all these other things to justify his own existence, feel less guilty for the wealth he has over all his friends. Mm. There's all these dynamics too, but it's so interesting to watch and just pick apart. And uh, I, I guarantee you, within two years, you're gonna see a ad on YouTube, and it's gonna be Mark War- Mark Wahlberg, Mark, be- Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "You want to see how I got all this shit right here?" <laughs> Come join my seven-step program where I tell you how to be an absolute alpha male and have all these different companies and revenue streams. <laughs> it only starts with $5 a day. Yo, it's so funny because they all do the, like, white hip-hop guy talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly what you're doing. Yeah. He, he still thinks he's in the funky bunch. Like, yeah. yeah. He still thinks... <laughs> No, it's fucking yeah, amazing. Real, it's really wild. Yeah. So anyway, I recommend that show, but I do mm. want to have um, some people to literally just do like how the entrepreneur mindset has infected America. Mm. And our friend Temetrakis had this take that it is the perfect encapsulation of the show of the American fascism and like mm. what that does to the male. Ooh. Like, 
And and I'm I think, interested to hear him elaborate on exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I want him to elaborate on that because yeah. I can like kind of see it, mm-hmm. but I'm sure if he explained it to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'd be like, I, because you can kind of see it. It's like that, you know, justifying the meritocracy and your place in the hierarchy. Like mm. you could see it. But yeah, I would I would love for him to expand on that, and for us to do a, a larger reaching episode that isn't just about the show Wall Street, but about this weird Gary V entrepreneurial mindset that has like turned people into just heartless, soulless, lo- lo- groveling losers, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I think grind mode all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we just know, and I feel like that that mindset has taken such a hold in hip hop, um, mm-hmm. even just in the past two years. Compared to like the SoundCloud era of like you know early from when I yeah from when I started it feels like a much different landscape it does yeah and even you look at the early 2010s like it really felt rebellious it felt like all these things Mm -hmm. and now it just feels like it's like people's hustle like I don't Mm -hmm. know it it, it, and maybe that's because we got more exposed to the innards of it Mm -hmm. that could be it. I think that's probably it because people outside of hip hop and outside the music industry have no fucking clue about that yeah. shit, any of the inner workings of it. Even just being like a fan of it, you really don't yeah. see it all that often, you know? I'm no, sure you, you you just probably follow like a real hip hop daily and like some other Twitter pages or something like that and you get like the oh, here's the Uzi with a fucking twenty three million dollar diamond in his forehead. Yeah, and you yeah, get those and you get that sort of like <laughs> behind the scenes hip hop shit, you know what I mean? That's sort of your kind, but like they're not seeing shit like us from Black Twitter, where they're like screen recording lives and like <laughs> shit like that. They're not getting all, but you know, no, hundred percent. I don't know. Yeah, and and what's even crazier now is I feel like kids coming up, they get their like hip hop news from like DJ Academics and like, yeah, yeah, Ew, fucking gross. The vouch of hip hop, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Him and uh, fucking yo, that's actually so. At- they really yeah. are like the each other's mirror images. <laughs> Just the most annoying people on earth in their specific lanes. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, who would be the the political version of DJ Vlad on the left? That, that. Oh, who just cost uh, Glenn Greenwald? Because Glenn Greenwald will like he was he did Edward Snowden right, and Edward Snowden didn't end up in jail. But basically, mm. like everyone else that leaked to Glenn Greenwald is in jail. Yeah, yeah. So Glenn Greenwald is a hundred percent the DJ Vlad of the left, <laughs> <laughs> where where he interviews someone and they end up in prison. Yeah, exactly, he, yeah. <laughs> just so happened Michael Wins is. Yeah. Know. That's funny that Glenn Green was a DJ Platt. That's actually so fucking true. Free reality winner. Free reality winner, yo. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Actually, let's leave it on that. Free reality winner. Look into that if you don't know about it and see if there's like I don't I don't even know what the fuck the plan is for your mm-hmm. if you have a fucking uh or in the A team truck and access to Mr. T, break her out of jail. <laughs> okay, we're good. This has been another episode of Inside Agitator. We are out of here. Hope everybody has a great day. See you guys later. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hate you.